All right. Lord, today by faith, I declare that I'm walking in the manifestation season. As your faithful remnant, we will house your very presence. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He has delivered us from all of our troubles and fears. We're no longer victims, but we are victors in Christ. We will not be deceived by the lies of the enemy, but we will give health, healing, and wholeness to the hopeless and those in despair. We will live under your anointing and see the revealed purpose of Christ in each of our lives. We declare your everlasting word on earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. I'm just going to say a quick prayer and then we'll move on, okay? Father, I honor you, Lord. Lord, I just welcome you in this place tonight, Father. Lord, I invite the King of glory to step in, Lord. Lord, I get out of your way, Lord, and just let you have your way in this place tonight, Father. Lord, let liberty, Lord, arise in this house tonight, Father, and let every heart, Lord, yield and submit and surrender to you, Lord, so that every ear would be open to hear what you want to speak to us tonight, Father. Let your word, Father, Minister to each one and let each of us catch the vision together, Father. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. So have you ever had that aha moment where you've had a revelation of something and it just changes your whole perspective of a situation? Because I have. And that's where I'm at right now. And I'm just going to be real honest with you. I've, I feel like that mama bear that has just woke up and I'm coming out of the gate or out of the cave and I'm seeing my cubs under attack and I don't like it. It's not that I wasn't already aware of what's happening in our nation, but now that I have a different understanding and a different picture of what is taking place, it's a whole new ball game. There is a war on the authority of God in America. It's not a war on you, and it's not a war on me. It's a war against the authority of God. And we're going to uncover a little bit of that tonight. So, let's go back to January 1 of this year. January 1 of this year, and I'm going to start off going a little slow because I want to make sure everybody understands and sees the big picture here. January 1 of this year, we crossed over from 2019 to 2020. Now, Jesus was a Jew, right? He's not white. He's not black. Jesus is a Jew. So if we're looking at the Jewish calendar, their new year began back in September. On the Jewish calendar, we crossed over from 5779 to 5780. So according to the Jewish calendar, we're in the year of 5780. Okay? 2020 is the year 5780 on the Jewish calendar. On the Jewish calendar, the year 5780 is called the year of pay, P-E-Y. Steve, can you put that up? This is a Jewish symbol for the letter or the word pay, P-E-Y. 
So 2020 is the year of pay. The Jewish word, and let me just say, what we're getting ready to talk about, when I heard this and when I found this out, my chin literally went to the floor. So I have to share it with you. The Jewish word, or the word, the Hebrew word for pay means mouth. So 2020 is the year of the mouth. Previously, it's been the year of the ears, the year of the eyes. 2019 was the year of the eyes. 2020 is the year of the mouth. So what does that mean? It means this is not the time to be silent. It means it is time to open your mouth. 2020 is the year for the bride of Christ to find her voice again. It's the time for you to open the gate of your lips and let the word of the Lord be heard. It's time to open the gate of your lips and let your praise be heard. It's the time to open the gate of your lips and lift your voice with your prayer language. We have to understand that the Hebrew words, they, they have layer upon layer. They're, they're layer upon layer, okay? So hidden within the word pay is the word bet. That symbol you see right there is pay. But hidden within the word pay is the word bet, B-E-T. The clear middle section actually means bet, B-E-T. Pay means mouth, but the word bet means home. So in the year 2020, within the word pay is the word bet. So that means 2020 is the year of the home. Knowing what we already know about 2020 and what we've already experienced about 2020, knowing that 2020 is the year of the mouth and it's the year of the home, I'm just going to pause for a minute and let you just think about that. So if you're confused and if you're thinking, well, Rhonda, you just said that 2020 is the year of the mouth and now you're saying it's the year of the home, that doesn't make sense. Well, if we look at this from the prophetic angle, the Lord is saying it's time to open your mouth in your home. That is powerful to me. 2020 is the year to open your mouth in your home. Open the gate of your lips and start a prayer movement in your home. What God wants to do in the church, it's going to start in the home. What happens here on Sunday mornings and Sunday nights and Wednesday nights, it's only a manifestation of what has already happened in the home. If it's not happening in the home, we can't come here and expect it to happen here. So if we want to move of God here, corporately, together, then we have to have our own move of God at home first. If we want the all-consuming fire of the Holy Ghost to sweep through our services, which I think we all do, then we're going to have to start some house fires at our own address. I want to I give you a little illustration or tell you a story my daughter and I went to a nail salon here in town over the weekend, and it was one of those rare occasions. Um, it was just the two of us to spend some time together, and um, 
a mask was required in the establishment. Now, before you get upset with me, I'm not going to talk about that. That's not what we're here for. We're not debating that. Um, but I need to tell you, I need to tell you, we were there, and please hear what I'm saying. You, you just hear what I'm saying. Forget the whole thing about a mask being required, but it's part of the story. It was pretty full, and um, I was really excited about spending the day with her because that is a rare occasion. We don't get to do that very often. She's busy doing her life, and I'm busy doing life, and um, so I was just really looking forward to the day. And so we were there, and it was pretty full, and I was looking around. You could hear a pin drop. There was, it was silent. And I was sitting there, and she was over here beside me, and I was thinking, oh, I was kind of bummed because I thought, this is not what I had in mind. I wanted to visit my daughter. And so um, time went on, and I thought, no, no. We're here to visit. We're here to have a good time. So I just, she couldn't hear me, so I just spoke a little louder. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to talk loud. I'm going to let her hear me. If everybody in this room has to hear what I'm saying, she's going to hear me because that's what we're here for. We're going to visit. And so I raised my voice, and I talked louder. That's the point. My mouth was covered, so I raised my voice. That's the whole point of that story. It has nothing to do with requirements, okay? So I purposefully raised my voice because I was determined that she was going to hear me and that that special moment that I was so looking forward to was not going to be taken from me. Can I tell you that is exactly where we're at in the spirit? That is exactly where we're at in the spirit. The devil is working overtime to silence the voice of the bride of Christ. The enemy wants to steal your voice. So let me just move on from that. Psalm 71 and 8 says, Let my mouth be filled with your praise and with your glory all the day. Psalm 71 and 15 says, My mouth shall tell of your righteousness and your salvation all the day, for I do not know their limits. Psalms 89 and 1 says, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known your faithfulness to all generations. Psalms 109.30 says, I will greatly praise the Lord with my mouth. Yes, I will praise him among the multitude. And then again, Psalms 81.10 says, For it was I... The Lord your God who rescued you from the land of Egypt. What is the land of Egypt? It's the world. He's saying, it is I, the Lord. I have rescued you from darkness. I have delivered you. I have brought you up out of the pit. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it with good things. So this is the year to widen your mouth. Even though we're halfway through it, it's not too late. 2020 is the year to open your mouth and fill it with songs of praise. Open your mouth and fill it with adorations to the Lord. With your testimonies, tell of the goodness of God. Don't be afraid or intimidated to share your testimony and share your story with others. This is the year to open your mouth with prayer because the devil wants to steal your voice. It's time to lift your voice. It's time to raise your voice. Your voice is a mighty weapon in the hand of the Lord. That's why we see in 1 Kings chapter 18 that the spirit of Jezebel tried to shut up the mouth of the Lord by killing off the prophets. And I'm here to tell you, I'm not going to shut my mouth. I'm going to declare the truth. I'm going to sing the praises of the Lord. I'm going to tell my testimony. I will not be silenced. 
I am determined. I have a made up mind. I'm going to speak the word of the Lord. There are people that need to hear what we've got to say, and it's time to raise our voices. The same spirit of Jezebel is trying to shut up the voice of God today by sealing up the mouths of God's sons and daughters. Isaiah 51, 58 and 1 says, Cry aloud, lift your voice, spare not. Lift your voice like a trumpet. Spare not. Lift your voice and spare not. That means without holding back. Don't hold back. That means without restraint, without limits. It means to pray without restraint. It doesn't matter who's around. It doesn't matter what it sounds like. It doesn't matter if it doesn't sound like the person next to you. It doesn't matter. Lift your voice and spare not without restraint. Lift it like a trumpet. Let your voice be a trumpet for the Lord. Back in the day, trumpets were used to sound out a signal in battle. They were used as a communication device, which is the exact same thing your voice is. It's a communication resource to either the trumpet was used in battle as a communication device to either sound off a time to charge or a time to retreat. Your voice is a sounding trumpet, and now is the time to charge heaven with intercessory prayer. I want to encourage you to open your mouth with a loud voice and let your prayers be heard in heaven and in earth. When David was on the run and hiding from Saul, he said in Psalms 142, I cry aloud to the Lord. He lifted his voice and he cried aloud to the Lord. He said, I lift my voice to the Lord for mercy. I pour out before him my complaint. Before him, I tell my trouble. It's time that we cry aloud. We're all familiar with Ephesians 6 and 12, and it says, For we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. There is a real enemy that is wreaking havoc, not only in our country, but even in our churches. There's a spiritual warfare taking place for the heart of this nation. And the church has to wake up and recognize that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood in this hour. It has never been about flesh and blood. We pray for an awakening for the lost. We still pray that. But I've been praying lately for an awakening in the body of Christ. I say, let the sons and the daughters of God rise up in this hour. Let each of us take our positions on the prayer wall on behalf of a sin-sick nation. Let us no longer settle in silence. Let us no longer be complacent. But let the intercessors go beyond the veil and let the war cries be heard all over heaven and earth. Listen, I have no desire to be popular in the earth. I have no desire to be famous in the earth but I have every desire to be popular in heaven. I want to pray such prayers when I open my mouth that heaven moves. I want to be famous in hell. I know that's a bold thing to say, but I want hell to be terrified of my prayers. I want hell to know that when I wake up that they're in trouble. I want hell to know that when I pray, strongholds fall. Just like the seven sons of Sceva who went to cast out a demon with an illegitimate authority, the demon said to them, Jesus we know, and Paul we know, but who are you? That tells me they knew the apostle Paul. 
I want to live a life of such authority and victory that hell knows me. I'm not looking for earthly fame. I'm looking for eternal fame. And you might say, that's a scary thing to say. And I'm not looking for a fight. I'm not asking for a fight. But I've heard it said that the only cure for fear is fearing something greater than fear. And I'm afraid that the bride of Christ is sitting back and allowing our voices to be silenced. I'm afraid that we've allowed our voices to be masked for too long. And it's time that the bride of Christ strip the invisible mask from our mouths and let our voices be heard. Our voices to be heard beyond the veil. We need to understand that political figures can never solve spiritual problems. We are to pray for them. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But it starts here in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, 14 and 15. And you all know this one well also. Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. My eyes will be open and my ears attentive to every prayer made in this place. We have a personal invitation to go beyond the veil and to make our petitions known before the Lord. David said in Psalms 20 and 6, he said, Now this I know, the Lord gives victory to his anointed. You and I are anointed of God. We have victory. He says he answers him from his heavenly sanctuary with the victorious power of his right hand. Psalms 20 and 1 says, May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. Psalms 20 and 19 says, Answer us when we call. God is anxious to answer us when we petition him, but an answer requires a plea for help. In other words, we've got to go to him in order for him to answer us. I want to share with you Ezekiel 22 and 30, and he says, I looked for someone who might rebuild the wall of righteousness that guards the land. I searched for someone to stand in the gap in the wall so I wouldn't have to destroy the land, but I found no one. He's talking about intercessory prayer. And if we don't know what intercessory prayer is, it's when you are willing to stand in the gap, in the middle. It's when you're willing to stand in the gap between the need and the answer and pull the two together. The heart of God is searching for those who will answer the need for someone to stand in the gap. It's time for each of us to answer the call to stand in the gap in our homes as well. It's time for the church, that's you and I, to fall to our knees and stand in the gap and go to battle through intercessory prayer on behalf of our nation. And you say, you might be thinking, Rhonda, you're always talking about the nation. Yes, usually, because whatever we're dealing with on a smaller level is usually taking place on a much larger level. There's always a bigger picture. Matthew 11 and 12, Jesus says, The kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. God's looking for a remnant that's ready and willing to engage in spiritual violence. I'm not talking about physical violence. I'm talking about intercessory prayer. Just like Pastor preached on Sunday morning about you and I having a destiny and a purpose, America has a destiny and a purpose. And the devil is trying to steal, kill, and destroy the destiny of this nation. This nation has a destiny to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. This nation has influence. She has influence that no other nation has, and that mandate is under siege. 
But I decree to you that America shall once again be a nation that spreads the gospel of Jesus Christ, not only in America, but to the world. It's time that we move from the playground to the battleground. It's time that we move from maintenance prayer to militant prayer. Maintenance prayer is praying just to get by. Maintenance prayer is praying just enough to maintain a relationship with the Lord. Pastor shared a prophecy by Jeremiah Johnson a few weeks ago. And in the prophecy, he was describing how a demon appeared to him in his bedroom. And the demon had a cut, a mark beneath his eye. And, and this demonic presence confessed that the cut beneath his eye was due to the prayers of the saints. And in conversation, someone was a little discouraged and disappointed that we had only left a mark. The reason that we only left a mark is because we're not praying enough in our homes. It's not sufficient enough to just come on a Wednesday night and pray. It's not sufficient enough to just pray on Sunday mornings and Sunday nights. If we want to see the Lord move like we know he wants to, it's going to take more than that. It's going to take the year of 2020, the year of pay, and the year of bet, it's going to take praying in our homes. I encourage you to start your own prayer movement. And I'll say it again. It's time that we go from maintenance prayer to militant prayer. Militant prayer is moving in by force and taking back what the enemy has stolen from us. It's time to move from a defensive posture to an offensive posture to a position of attack in our prayers. God needs a remnant. He needs voices who are willing to go to war in intercession and those who are willing to stand in the gap for a nation. We can no longer be neutral. The season that we're in demands a response from the bride of Christ because the America that we pray for today will be the America that we live in tomorrow. We've got to learn how to pray militant prayers and how to pray kingly judicial prayers. It's when we begin to decree and declare the very purposes of God for our nation that we're going to see victory. What makes a powerful intercessor or prayer warrior is when we take notice of what God notices and when we turn our eyes toward the things that he sees. We have to get our eyes off of the distractions. We have to get our eyes upon the things that need prayer attention. The NASB version of Habakkuk 1 and 13 says, talking about the Lord, your eyes are too pure to approve evil and you cannot look on wickedness with favor. We have to let go of the petty things and we have to be more concerned about the shedding of innocent blood. We have to be more concerned about human trafficking, sex trafficking, child sacrifice, and if you don't know, that's happening in our nation, and people that are dying and going to hell. These are the things that God cannot look on with favor. So again, I'm encouraging you to start a prayer movement in your home, to open your mouth in your home, and start a house fire at your own address. And the Lord tells us to pray for those in authority. So tonight, when we come, we are going to pray for our nation, because what happens on a larger scale, is also going to trickle down and be affected and take effect on the smaller scale. First Timothy 2, 1 through 4, he, it says, 
I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them intercede, intercessory prayer, intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. And when we, we could replace that word kings for leaders, pray this way for your leaders. This is good, and it pleases God, our Savior, who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. The Lord would not have one parish. Psalm 75, 6 and 7 says, For exaltation comes neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south, but God is the judge. He puts down one, and he exalts another. Also, Daniel 2, 20 and 21, it says, Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. For wisdom and might are his, and he changes the times and the seasons. Again, we can replace the word kings for leaders. He says he removes kings and he raises up leaders. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. So when we pray for the leaders of our nation, for those who are in authority, we can ask God, we should ask God to raise up and bless every leader who suits his purpose for our nation, and to bring down every leader who does not. We can pray that prayer. And if we pray that prayer according to the word, which is what we just read, it's an effective prayer. The Bible specifically says that bringing down unrighteous government is just as important to God as raising up righteous government. So we should pray both sides of the scripture. God, raise up righteous leaders and remove those leaders from their offices who work against you in Christ's name. God has made it clear from Genesis to Revelations that prayer is the match that lights the fuse to release the explosive power of the Holy Spirit in the affairs of men. I'm going to read that again because that's a long sentence and it's important Prayer is the match that lights the fuse to release the explosive power of the Holy Spirit in the affairs of men. I pray that as we stand in the gap on behalf of our nation tonight, that there would be an unlocking and a release of the power of the Holy Ghost to sweep across this nation for the fire of the Holy Spirit to breathe on us and to move upon this nation and that he would start from the top and work his way down, but that he would begin in our homes and then here. So if you will go ahead and head this way. We're going to pray without restraint. We're going to pray like we mean what we're praying. We're going to pray without limitations. We are not intimidated by an enemy that would want to silence our voices. The enemy would have you to be afraid to pray out, but the Lord wants you to have freedom in your prayer time. We're going to go to the Lord in intercessory prayer on behalf of our nation. And we're going to ask the King of Glory to step in and to move. And to move in a way that only he can get the glory. And move in a way that we can start to see the fruit of our prayers. We want to see fruit. You know, I, I know and I've even said this to my, my group, my friends. We don't always see the fruit of our prayer. But I'm ready to see some fruit. I'm ready to take a bite of fruit. Are you ready to see the fruit? 
Hallelujah. Let's just go to the Lord. Father, you are the one God who has the last laugh, Lord. God, nothing can stand against your plans and your purposes. And God, I decree and declare that justice and liberty shall return to this nation, Father. God, I'm asking, Lord, that you remove judges, Father, that oppose your purposes, God. I'm asking that you remove those leaders, Father God, that oppose your name. God, that you remove those leaders, Father God that oppose righteousness God Lord that you give those men and women God courage Father to run for office that you have called out Father for a time such as this for this hour for this season for this purpose God I'm asking Lord that every Supreme Court justice that does not take a stand for life God that you would remove them by your power and by your might by your word and by your voice Father we partner with you tonight God to see an impartation of justice Lord and liberty Father in our land God Lord we call it out Father on every level God Father on the federal level Father we declare it Lord on the state level God Lord even in our local levels Father in our local offices God we call it out Father we declare Father that your righteousness Lord will reign Father in our nation God Lord, I pray over the leaders of this nation, God, that they would know you, that they would serve you, that they would turn, Father, from unrighteousness, God, that they would turn, Father, from wickedness, God, and that they would serve you with gladness, Lord. Oh, Father, I'm asking, God, that you give them wisdom. God, that you surround them, Lord, with godly counselors, Father. God, that you would surround our leaders, Lord, with godly men and women, Lord, that are unashamed, Father, that are unrestrained, God, to declare the word of the Lord, that are not intimidated, Father, that will not withhold, Father, your word, that will not hold back what thus saith the word of God, that they will begin to pour in the word to their leaders, Father God, that they will give wise counsel, Father God, and Lord, that these leaders, Lord, will have a heart to receive, Father, that our leaders of this nation, God, that the soil of their heart, Lord, will be tender and ripe, Father, to receive the word of the Lord. Oh, Father, that they would receive godly counsel, Lord, and that they would walk in the way of it, God. That they would not reject it, Lord. That they would no longer despise it. But, God, that there would be a hunger and a thirst for your righteousness, Lord. Oh, Father, God, I'm asking for the leaders of our nation, God. That you would give them courage, Lord, to stand boldly, Father, in the face of evil, God. Oh, Lord, we declare it, Lord, with boldness, God. We decree it, Lord, that it shall be done, Lord, according to your good and perfect will. God, I pray that you give them courage, Lord. That they would not back down, Father, from, from righteousness. And God, that they would have ears, God, to hear what the Lord of God would say. God, that they would have ears, Lord, to hear the instructions of the Lord. And God, that they would have eyes to see, Lord, your strategies, God. And that they would be in alignment with your will, Father God. That their hearts and their minds and their souls, God, would come into alignment with your heart and with your word and with your spirit, Father. 
God, I'm asking, Lord, for a spiritual revival, Father God, for the flames of the Holy Spirit, Lord, to catch fire, Father God. And, Lord, that it would move and spread rapidly, Lord, across this nation, God. Lord, and that all things that are displeasing to you, Lord, would be consumed by the fire of the Holy Spirit, Lord. And that there would be a transfer of that fire, Father. Oh, God, I'm asking, Lord, for a revival, Lord, that would eradicate lawlessness, God. Oh, 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 Father, God, I'm asking for a spiritual revival, God, that would eradicate, eradicate lawlessness, Lord, and create a heart change, Father, in the heart of America. God, one that would create a level of awakening, Lord, that would transform the culture, Lord, that would transform the minds of men, Father. God, we declare it, Lord. Lord, we cry aloud, Father. Lord, your word says, God, that you are anxious to answer your sons and daughters, God. Lord, we are hungry, Father, to see the fruit, Lord, of our labor. We are hungry, Father, to see the fruit, Lord, of our prayers, Lord. You are faithful to hear. You are faithful to answer, Lord. Oh, Father, Father, I'm asking God that we would once again, Lord, be a nation unashamed of the gospel of Christ, unashamed, Lord, of the letters that are written in red, God, unashamed, Father, of the word of the Lord, unashamed of the purposes of God. Lord, let this nation, Father, arise, God, in this hour, Lord, God, that its destiny and purpose shall be fulfilled, Father God. Lord, to be that righteous influence, Lord, across the globe, Father. Father, God, we call it out, God. Lord, I'm asking. Oh, Lord, I'm asking for an acceleration, Lord, to take place in this nation. An acceleration, Father God, of reconciliation, Lord. Father, an, an acceleration, Lord of restoration, Father, to families, God, in our nation, Father God, that the fathers and the mothers, Lord, that their hearts would be reunited to their sons and daughters, and Lord, that the hearts of the sons and daughters would be reconciled back to the hearts of the mothers and fathers, Lord, that homes would be restored. God, that the men, Lord, would be righteous men, men of honor, godly men, Lord, that would take the lead. And Father, I come against that spirit of Jezebel, God, that would want to rise up in the home, Father God, to cause division, Lord. God, that the woman would allow, Father, the man to be the lead, Lord. God, we call it out as it is, Father. God, let there be unity, Father, and stability, God, in the home. Oh, Father, let there be house fires all over this nation, God, that the fire of the Holy Spirit would reside in the homes, Father, of your sons and daughters, God. Give us a burden, Father, for intercessory prayer, Lord. Oh, Father, there is a war in this nation, God, against justice 
and against liberty. And God, I'm praying, Father, that it be returned back to the heart of this nation. God, I'm asking, Lord, that justice and liberty would once again be our foundation. And Lord, that your word and your righteousness, Lord, would be the foundation of our nation, God. Lord, that this nation would, Father, once again stand strong and stable on godly Christian values, Father. It's what we're known for, Father. We're marked by you, God. We belong to you, Lord. We do not belong to the hand of the enemy, Father. We are your sons and daughters. Oh! 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 Oh, do it, Lord. Oh, do it, Lord. Set the flames of the Holy Spirit upon the heads of each one, Lord. Oh, oh, Father, hallelujah to your name. Hallelujah to your name, Lord. Oh. oh, Father, we pray for the lost. Father, we call out the harvest to you tonight. Lord, we're not in a hurry. This is what we're here for. We're not in a rush, Lord. We will not rush the Holy Spirit. We have come to pray. We have come to set our faces before the Lord. We have come to set our eyes upon you. We are here to turn our eyes toward the things, God, that your eyes are set upon, Father. God, I'm asking, Lord, that you do a work in this nation, God, that the prodigal sons would come home. God, that you call them out. Let them no longer be comfortable. Let them no longer be complacent, God. But Lord, let them be awake at night, Father. Let them fear the name of the Lord again, God. Let them know, God. Remind them, God, that the trumpet is going to sound, God. Bring them in, Lord. Bring them in, Lord. Bring in our sons and daughters, God. Bring them out of darkness, Father, God. Lift them up out of Egypt, God. Bring them home, Lord, that we are united again with you, Father. God, we call upon you, Lord. Lord, let the revival, God, that we've been praying for, God, let it come. Let it come, Lord. Even though we might not be prepared, God, you will work in us, Lord. You will do a work, God, that only you can do, Father. Prepare us for the hour, Lord. Let us not be ignorant. God, now that we know, Lord, let us get ready, Father. Oh, 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 Lord, this nation needs a breakthrough. God, we're calling on you for breakthrough. You are the God of breakthrough. You alone are the God of breakthrough. All power and might belongs to you, God. Lord, you can do it, Father. We're not asking anything, God, that is out of your power, God. You are more than enough. You are more than able, Father God. We will not relent. We will not be silent. We will not stop. We will continue, Father, to put one foot in front of the other, God. We will run this race, Lord, right along with you, Father God. We partner with you, God. We will not stop. We will not be silent. We will not shut up 
Lord, we remove the mask tonight from our mouths, God. And we give our mouth to you. We open our gate to you, Lord. We open the gate of our lips to you, Father. Use it for your glory. Use it for your kingdom, Lord. Let your perfect will be done, God. Oh. 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 Oh, yeah, he called out a machine, he saw not a my yeah, he Oh, fill us, Lord, fill us with the fire, Lord, fill us, Lord, with the fire, Lord. Let our hearts burn, Lord, let our hearts burn, Lord, let our hearts burn, Lord. Oh, let us thirst, Lord, for your righteousness, Lord. You are the only thing that can quench our thirst, Lord. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, to God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory, Lord. Oh, move, Lord. We are listening, Lord. We are listening, Lord. Lord, we lean our ears into you, Lord. We are listening, Lord. Oh, we honor you tonight, Lord. Oh, we honor you. We honor the Lamb of God. We honor the Lamb of God, Lord. Hallelujah. To your name, Jesus. Let's seal our prayers with some praise to the Lord. The Lord is faithful to hear. He's faithful to answer. We've made our petitions known. Let's give the Lord some praise. Lord, we praise you. We worship you. Lord, we love you. We honor you tonight, Lord. You are a holy God. You are a righteous God. There is none like you, Lord. And we exalt the name of Jesus. We declare that you are good. We declare the goodness of God. We praise you in this house tonight, Lord. We worship you and honor you. We give you thanks for your goodness and your loving kindness and your mercies that endureth forever, Father. Let your name be exalted above all names, Lord. Blessed be the name of Jesus. You are good. You are a good, good God. And we love you. We love you, Lord. Bless the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord.